Waiting for the power to come back on after the thunderstorms, we're learning more about the storm that caused so much damage in College Park and nearby environs. President Biden visiting the Middle East will talk with a foreign affairs expert about why the visit to Saudi Arabia late in the week and over the weekend is so controversial. It's 8 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Dozens are unaccounted for after flash flooding in Virginia. More from CBS's Jim Crisula. Search and rescue workers are having to deal with washed out bridges and roads after torrential rain led to flash flooding in Buchanan County in the mountains of far southwestern Virginia. It's going to take time for uh, that access to be restored so that we can get in. Uh, make contact with everybody and make sure that everybody has their basic needs taken care of. Food, water, shelter, those types of things. Billy Kleins is with the Virginia Office of Emergency Management. Jim Crisula, CBS News. More than 100 homes have been damaged in Buchanan County, Virginia, which also suffered serious flood damage last September when the remnants of a hurricane hit the area. Inflation hits a 41-year high with consumer prices in June, climbing to 9.1% compared to a year ago. But Vice President Kamala Harris points out... There is no question that we still have work to do. But it is important to note that these numbers do not fully reflect the recent drop in gas prices. Average national gas prices have fallen every day for nearly 30 days. Since mid-June, prices are down 40 cents a gallon. President Biden starts his Mideast visit by offering anxious Israeli leaders strong reassurances of his determination to stop Iran's nuclear program. Mr. Biden is asked by Israel's Channel 12 TV about his willingness to use force. Does that also mean, sir, that you would use force against Iran? Is that what that means? Yeah, with the last resort, yes. President Biden next heads to Saudi Arabia. Boston has a new police commissioner, and he has quite a story. WBZ's Karen Regal with details. And now I'd like to introduce our next Boston police commissioner. Michael Cox grew up here in Roxbury, where Boston's new police commissioner gestured to the house he grew up in. He says he wants his officers to reintroduce themselves to their community. We're trying to get people back out into the communities, reestablish some of the bonds and ties that we had before, create new ones, partner with other people to, to, to figure out exactly what's going on. Cox served with the BPD for 30 years. He was beaten by fellow officers in the mid-90s who mistook him for a murder suspect. Karen Regal for CBS News, Boston. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized the Novavax COVID-19 vaccination for emergency use in adults. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus has more. It had been reviewed, but they were awaiting manufacturing uh, quality assurance by the FDA, and this has come through. So this vaccine will be available to the American people as soon as the CDC signs off. Japanese electronics giant Panasonic says it will spend $4 billion to build a new battery factory in Kansas for electric vehicles. The company says it will create 4,000 new jobs. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 here on WTOP, Wednesday evening, July 13th, 2022. Rain between the Plains and Warrington and 88 degrees in Gaithersburg. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
new tonight on WTOP, the attorney for Dan Snyder, the Washington commander's owner, tells the House committee investigating the commanders there is no reason for the team owner to testify under subpoena. The House Oversight and Reform Committee is investigating the NFL team's workplace culture and business practices. Snyder's attorney, Karen Patton Seymour, sent a letter to the committee confirming Snyder would participate virtually on July 28th while on a family trip to Israel. Patton Seymour, though, declined to accept the conditions of the subpoena. She argued it's not valid since the committee previously invited Snyder to participate voluntarily. The committee this week accepted the Snyder camp's request to testify remotely under conditions laid out by the initial subpoena to ensure full and complete testimony. So this story is not over. We don't yet know if it's confirmed that Snyder will testify late this month before the House Oversight Committee. Of course, we'll keep following it for you. More than a dozen streets in Fairfax with names that have ties to slavery and the Confederacy will be renamed. WTOP's Melissa Howell reports on that. The Fairfax City Council voted in favor of changing the names of 14 streets yesterday, pointing out the history behind the names, which goes back to slavery and the Confederacy. Some of the streets include Lee Highway, Confederate Lane, and Plantation Parkway. Most of the streets are in the Mosby Woods neighborhood, which is named after Confederate Army Battalion Commander John Mosby. Now, the vote to change the names comes after residents showed up for a public hearing that turned emotional last month. Residents are welcome to weigh in on the renaming process. Visit our website, WTOP.com, for details. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. So much left to clean up after yesterday's storms. The National Weather Service has been looking out at the damage and examining the damage in College Park and elsewhere. Experts say the region was hit by straight-line winds approaching 90 miles per hour. They also say the winds are the equivalent of a low-end EF1 tornado, but they were straight-line winds. Meantime, a lot of folks are still waiting for their power to come back on. This is now more than a day after those storms blew through. Pepco and BGE report more than 10,000 homes and businesses are out in Prince George's County. About 500 Pepco customers are out now between Montgomery County and D.C. Then over to BGE with 90% of their customers, they say, should be back online by tomorrow night. Pepco says everyone should be back online by tomorrow at 8 p.m. Dominion Energy in Virginia has about 700 customers out in Northern Virginia now, most of those folks in Fauquier County. Dominion expects power to be restored by 11 this evening. 8.06. He's accused of brazen gunfire July 4th, then leading police on a chase from Montgomery County into Fairfax County. Now a Germantown man is ordered held without bond. That holiday morning, calls poured into 911. Someone was firing a rifle into a Germantown home, then firing at a tow truck operator, a WSSC worker, and later at police. Police chased 26-year-old Frederick Nagia onto the Beltway and into Northern Virginia, where Virginia State Police stopped him on the Dulles Toll Road. Nagia is facing numerous charges, including seven counts of attempted first-degree murder, declining to release Police Nagia, the judge said there can't be a clearer threat to public safety. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Deadly shootings in two close-knit communities have led hundreds of parents and their supporters to come to Washington. They're trying to put pressure on Congress to pass broader gun legislation. Let's get more from Capitol Hill and WTOP's Mitchell Miller. We're having our voices heard. Mothers, fathers, and children tired of gun violence gathered here near the Capitol. I am a survivor of gun violence. I cringe at the sound of this new title. Abby Brosio says after witnessing the shooting and bloodshed in Highland Park on July 4th, she felt she had to come to Washington. The mother of two young children saw the shooter and was grazed by a bullet. Something grazed my side. Not enough pain to stop, just enough to take notice and pray that my baby in my arms would be unharmed. The group has one major goal, and while the odds are against it in Congress, they say they'll keep fighting. We are going to federally ban assault weapons right now. Let's go! 
On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. International observers say that Saudi Arabia has a terrible human rights record, including murder and torture. And, of course, there is the issue of a few years ago the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, the Washington Post journalist who was a Saudi critic. Well, with all that as the backdrop, President Biden is going to visit Saudi Arabia. It's a controversial trip. We'll talk about it next with an expert.